Hello, this is David, and you're listening to In the Background. Hello to anyone listening. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Something brief, but something that was very strong in my heart today. Um, I was driving around just doing errands and when I'm driving around and doing my errands, like that's my quiet time. That's where I feel like, all right, what is my life, Lord? What do you want to show me? What do you want to share with me? Um, And a lot of things hit me, but today the thing that hit me was uh, the will of the Lord and grace for different things in my life different situations that come about. Basically, uh, let's read first in Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. It is a verse that I believe is taken out of context a lot. Um, It's very well known for having athletes um, quote it, people tattoo it on their arms, they do all sorts of stuff. Um, But basically, when we read that verse, a lot of Christians, I feel like, in general, feel very empowered by that, as if no matter what I do, The Lord's going to bless me in this. If it's for the Lord, what wrong is it? Shouldn't he benefit? Like, isn't it bringing him glory by me making a decision to go do yada yada, to go choose this career, um, to go do that job, to move here? Um, Things that we decide to do in our lives the first place we need to go before any decision or even asking for other people's advice is, Lord, is this of you? Too many times do people go and do things in the name of Jesus, and and to be honest, the Lord's not in it. There was things that happened in my life, uh, in my own testimony, where I was wanting to do screenwriting or film, and I went out to California and I was like, told by people to pursue what you want to pursue as long as the Lord's involved in it. And to be honest, I don't even see that in scripture. There's not one story where someone just goes off and does what he wants to do and just proclaims the Lord's a part of it. The Lord speaks to us. We need to seek him to discover the plans that he has for us, the will for the will, his will for our lives. And, you know, when people say I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me, that's true, but only in the will of the Lord, there's that grace, there's that strength. I don't have strength. If I go do something that the Lord is not asking me to do, there's no grace in my life. There's going to be no good fruit. There's not going to be fruit. There, there's going to be bad fruit from it or fleshly fruit, I guess Paul says. There's spiritual fruit and there's fleshly fruit. If 
I go do something in my flesh, and I'm, even if I'm a Christian, that doesn't mean the Lord's in it with me. Too often are we tugging Jesus along in the Lord um, to our own endeavors, our own things, our own plans. And um, we have to really seek the Lord because the number one place I go to when it's like, Lord, what, what is, like, how do I seek your will? I go back and I look at Jesus praying in the garden. The prayer that he has is nothing to do with what he wants. Like he states his want and he says, but your will be done. I'm going to read the verse. It is in Matthew chapter 23. And let's start on verse 38. Then he said to them, my soul is very sorrowful. It's Jesus talking to the disciples, even to death. Remain here and watch with me. And going a little farther, he fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. I think so many times we look at Jesus and maybe as a Christian in our own eyes where it's like, well, he was just kind of going and doing his thing. It's like Jesus only acted upon the will of what his father was. He says that many times. And even in times where, like, I think it was the wet, the story of the wedding feast, um, you know, they were like begging for Jesus to do this. And he's, he says to his own mother, it is not my time yet, but he winds up doing, you know, the water to wine whole story we all know. But the thing that I get from that story was like he was being obedient to what the will of the Father was for him, even to death. You know, we we say that and we know it, but sometimes I feel like it's not a true revelation in our hearts that what we want, God might not actually want for us. One of the most dangerous things I think we can do as Christians is be very zealous without discernment. You know, I I know so many people who are very zealous for for the Lord um, that are just ready, like they have a given life and this and that, but it's like, if there's no discernment for what the Lord actually wants of you and you kind of are seeking these things in your own will, there's... First of all, there's no grace to get through a tough time. Uh, Not so long ago, we had someone stay with us and it it was hard. But I knew at that little moment there was a grace for the Lord in it. Um... A lot of times here in the U.S., it's not very common for people to take in people helping them out. It's just, you know, we, we have a society now where it's like my house is my domain type thing and I'm, I'm not taking anyone in. Where the life of myself and my wife, we want to be open to what the Lord wants us to do. So we have our house open. At the moment, we have my brother-in-law staying. But even then, there's times where it's hard but we know that this was part of God's plan for us so that there is a grace 
for the hard times. If you go and hop from job to job and do this and do that and sit around, um, you're just kind of running around on your own strength. You're making decisions in your own mind that if you go and take a job and it's not actually of the Lord, it may have a fragrance. It could be like, well, it's a Christian company. It's a Christian this and it's that. And I like everybody there. That doesn't mean that's where the Lord wants you. And when you go and you join that job, you do that thing, whatever it is that you're doing, and tough times come because it is it, this thing is called life and it's not good times. It's good times, hard times, easy times, tough times, whatever times you want to call it. There are all seasons of life are involved in every type of decision that we make. And the decisions that we make, the Lord has to be in it. Because if he's not and those tough times come, you fall down and you're just holding yourself up. You know, is the Lord there for you? Yes, but there's not a true grace and there's not real fruit, spiritual fruit outside of the will of the Lord. It It is very contradictory to what society tells us and even sometimes other fellow Christians where it's like oh well this you know that's a good company and there are Christians and I know that guy and it's like it doesn't matter there have been times where I went and I worked and I was like a slave for someone who wasn't doing well and in life and or And there was tough times, but I knew that's where the Lord had me, and the Lord got me through that, and there was good fruit. Now, there have been times where I've made bad decisions, where I was in a situation, and I'm like, I just don't feel the Lord in this. And it was hard because I just had to deal with stuff, and there was no fruit. There was no spiritual fruit in my life. There was no life of Christ in me. We can do all things through him who strengthens us. Only in the will of the Lord. Only in His will for our lives. Only in doing what He wants us to do. I don't want to do less than what the Lord's asking me to do. And I don't want to do more than what the Lord's asking me to do. I want to do what He wants me to do. So that there is grace in my life to get through those situations. And that there is fruit. Spiritual fruit. Not fleshly fruit. I've known so many people who've gone off and do, did missions. They've went somewhere and they felt the Lord was calling them there. And it was on the outside in the natural, it doesn't look bad. Oh, he's serving, he's helping, he's this. But they go through tough times and the, you know there's bad relationships happen, uh, breakups happen, all sorts of things happen that you can't get through without the Lord in it, especially when you're doing something like that and going off into some country and doing this and that. Even in uh, leadership, you know, sometimes people are rushed into leadership too quickly or put into leadership too quickly, and it's like some of it's emotional or whatever, whatever reasons that happens, and it's like, you know, that said person is not ready yet to, to take up that mantle because it may be a mantle for their life or whatever, but there's so much growing to do.
We have to be sensitive to what the Lord is asking us to do because we need the Lord in our lives in every every single decision. Even me with my own business. I have a small business here in Florida. Um, but I'm not out there trying to build a big empire and get 10,000 employees and live the life. I'm just, Lord, is this what you want me to do? There was a, man, I can't remember if it was a pastor or someone, someone I knew once. And I think my wife knew them as well. And every year they sit down after one year and they pray and they say, Lord, is this where you want us? What is your will for our lives? Do you want us to sell the house? Do you want us to move? I'll give you my little current situation that my wife and I are seeking the Lord for is we live here in a house in Sarasota. We have a house that we own. We're renting here. We own a house in Nokomis. And we've been using it as an Airbnb. It's been good for income. But the Lord opened up all these doors for us to come here. But it doesn't mean we just stay here for the rest of our lives and try to build a little empire. If that is just for a season, we're trying to seek the Lord, like, Lord, please give us the wisdom we need to discern. Is this season here ending? Do we go back home? Do we move somewhere else? What, what, what is it, Lord, you want for us? What is it, Lord, you want for my business? Are you calling us someplace else? Are you, are you wanting me to switch careers? I'm not saying that every second of every day, you know, you have to Lord McDonald's or Burger King. That's not the type of seeking the Lord's will that we want, but it's for big decisions in our life along with normal day-to-day, like, Lord, this person's on my heart. Do you want me to reach out to them? Lord, this person's on my heart. Do you want me to have them over for dinner? They're going through a tough time. Jesus' first priority, his main priority while here on earth was to serve the Lord for the kingdom for the it's like we're not living for this life we're not living for an earthly kingdom we are living for a spiritual kingdom and lord why we're here temporary what do you want for my life do you want me to marry this man if not lord please please speak to me you know a lot of times i think we're waiting for someone to come in and say something to us when we're like, I'm not supposed to marry this person. I'm not supposed to take this job. I'm not supposed to buy this house. I'm not supposed to move here. But what it is, is the Lord speaks to us in our hearts. You will feel a peace or you will not feel peace. There's been so many times where I've did something and it's like, I didn't have peace about it, but I knew I could figure it out. That's not of the Lord. Even if that situation looks hard, like when I had this one fellow living with us, it just, in the natural, people were like, that's pretty crazy, I can't believe this. But there was a grace, and it was only lasted about two months, but there was such a grace for that first month or two. And once it came to an end and we knew, like, the Lord's not in this anymore, this needs to end. That is the Christian life. That is seeking the Lord's will. I want to finish up with reading one verse. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Very quoted verse as well. When it comes to us talking about, well, what if, isn't the Lord just happy that I do this or do that and I'm trying to do serve Him? Um, the Lord is happy when you're in His will.
uh, very straightforward in my my opinion. Twenty nine eleven. Now this is the Lord obviously speaking to the Israelites. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you. The Lord is wanting us to seek him and to be patient. Sometimes we get impatient. We're afraid to sit. Now, obviously, I'm not saying you just sit and don't do anything for months at a time. But if you seek the Lord, he's going to give you, I won't say give you the answer right away, but he's going to speak back to you. We live in a time where the Lord is not silent to us. We're in the new covenant. The Lord is not silent to us when we are seeking his will for our lives and being patient in it. So that's all I have to share. Um, That's all I feel led to share at the moment. So I hope that this was an encouragement to you. As I was driving around today and I thought about it, I was encouraged for myself because I was like, Lord, like, thank you because I need to seek you every day. I need to know your will for me and understand your will for me and to be patient. So thank you for listening.